Welcome to the 4th U Dimension podcast. My name is Ember Kelly and I'm the Director of Religious Education at the 4th Universalist Society in the city of New York. Uh, this month our theme is about self-care, community care, uh, and how we, how we work and live and exist together and how we can better take care of each other. Uh, I have as a special guest our very own Director of Membership and Hospitality, Soyal Smalls. Soyal, could you maybe introduce yourself uh, for us and tell us a little bit about what you do at Fourth Universalist? Sure. Hi. Um, as Amber said, I am Soyal Smalls, and I am the Director of Membership and Hospitality at Fourth Universalist Society. Um, so a little bit about what I do. Um, so I, my, my role is two-pronged. Uh, one is working on creating an environment, a space that is welcoming, is warm, approachable um, to anyone who comes into Fourth Universalist Society, either the physical building when we were meeting together or like in our virtual space. Um, and so just, you know, wanting folks to know that wherever they are in their journey, uh, this is a space where they can be themselves and a space to explore what maybe um, some of the themes are that we're talking about um, on a particular Sunday, particularly. Also, I take some time to get to know people. Um, and that's because I, if people are interested in spending more time in the fourth universalist community, becoming more involved, um, I wanna be able to support that process um, and that experience and helping them connect to either activities or programs uh, or to maybe people of similar interests or life experiences, just to help them, you know, build roots in the community. So that's probably a long-winded explanation, but I am long-winded. <laughs> hey, that's what podcasts are for. Uh, so you mentioned uh, in, in that uh, that, you know, you want to recognize people that they're on their journeys. Could you tell us a little bit about the journey that brought you to Fourth Universalist? Sure. I myself am a Unitarian Universalist. I was raised in the faith, the tradition, the, the values. The, um, sometimes I call Unitarian Universalist a faith tradition. Um, so however anybody wants to describe um, being part of that community. Um, so I didn't actually become a member, like an actual like member of my congregation um, until I was 16 years old, um, but I was uh, raised in um, the Fellowship of Poughkeepsie, the UU Fellowship of Poughkeepsie. And so for me, I, as I was um, looking for places to work, I had a lot of different experiences and they all were like really valuable. But one of the things that I decided was really necessary for me, like in my mid twenties was a place that um, also shared like a lot of my, my values or like my beliefs. And I, I wanted to see what, what was available within the Unitarian Universalist community. Um, I, and I guess this is part of something that we'll talk about later, like self-care. So for me, it was just really important that if I'm going to be productive as an employee, um, it's it's important to be around people that have similar values or or share my values or are able to respect them. Um, and so 
I, I wanted to stay within the UU community. And one of the things that I'm also just enjoy doing um, is getting to, to know people and, and, and I want them to enjoy their, their time. I like being a host. I, I like creating um, an atmosphere where, where people um, feel, feel that they're able to be themselves. And, and not every experience is going to be, you know, happy and fun and entertaining. I don't want every time somebody comes to forth you to be entertaining. Um, sometimes I want people to come to grow and to um, learn about themselves because that was part of my process. Like I, I grew a lot and I learned um, being a UU and I feel like it ha the, the faith has something to offer um, if, you, if you follow the principles and um, you value them. So that was my, my journey is just um, wanting to also find a, a community within a larger community, right? Um, and, and be around, around people who, who share those values. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. Uh, so as someone whose job is to some extent, you know, focused on helping build and foster the community at Forth, what exactly does the word community, the idea of building community, what does that, what does that mean to you? Um, I think, I think it's, uh, it's hard to describe. And so words always fail us, but I'll do my best. Community is, is a place where people are able to support one another in, in discovering their environment, discovering their world and discovering their place in that world. And I feel that a community is only strengthened and, and made more resilient by how well we are able to interact with one another and support one another. So I, I always see community like a tree. I, that's just the visual that comes to mind. So, and I feel that everyone is like playing their part to have this tree. Like we're all part of this giant tree, this giant network. Um, and if a part of, if there's a, a small part of the community that's not doing so well for whatever, whatever reason, it's up to the rest of the community to, to work towards healing that area um, or, or enhancing it. Um, so I just, I see it as a, as a, as a network, a support, a support network for people. Definitely. I, I like the, the tree metaphor. I'm a big fan of trees, tree art, tree, <laughs> um, <laughs> tree images. That, that, that makes sense to yeah. me, you know, thinking about how uh, we grow to, you know, in a sense, we all grow together. Um, just like a tree, you know, all the parts grow together. Um, and the health of the whole is reliant on the health of individual and vice versa. I think. Yeah. And like, for, for me, like for membership, like I always talk about like wanting people to feel that they can build roots in their community and like really be able to dig in. And, you know, it takes a while sometimes and, you know, people may try to, to start building a network and, and, you know, they end up, being displaced from the area for whatever reason, maybe like job or school or um, somebody needs them from, you know, where they used to live, like in a different town or a different state, and they have to leave their church community. And I just, I think that part of my role is to, to help people feel that, okay, like, you know, even if you're not here uh, for a really long time, you can always come back and and redevelop those roots you know i want people to feel that 
um, if, if they feel connected in any way to a space um, that they're able to, to develop it, and that there's no pressure to, to have it all happen at once um, because you want a really good foundation. Mm, definitely, definitely, that makes sense to me. So you, you hit on this a little bit uh, already. So when we're in community, we're, you know, we're existing, whether it's phys in physical community, digital community right now, um, but like in the spirit of being in community with each other, what do you think are kind of some ways, like some maybe more concrete ways, as well as like some maybe more um, the philosophical thinking ways uh, that we can help care for each other? Um, I, I love, so one of the things that I enjoy doing during coffee hour after Sunday service is, you know, checking in with the community. It, it's, it's one of the, the ways that for me as a director, I get to hear, um, how our visitors are doing, how our members are doing, um, and how they are, you know, supporting each other. One of the best things that I hear from our community, which lets me know that, um, you know, folks are, are really caring and, um, you know, that they value our principles is just they're reaching out to one another, they're calling each other, they're checking in with each other, like in person if they can. So some some of our members live very close, they might be in the same apartment building. Um, and so they're able to say hi, and they do. Um, other people, they may live like a train ride away and when they find out, so we have community members and they're like, oh, um, you, you live where in, in the city? Oh, that's like, you know, two stops on this train. Um, we should get together to do X, Y, and Z. And I think that's so beautiful when, when people are, are willing to, to make that connection with somebody and to start building those relationships. And, um, and, and that just helps that, that helps the network that we all have. Right. And if you were to come in and be a new person in a new space and, and you were to meet three people, you know, and then each one of those three people were to introduce you to one other person that they knew. Um, and somewhere along the way, you really found a bond with somebody. Um, that's awesome. And, and I, I, I want people to be able to to not be afraid to, to reach out and say hello to somebody. Um, so when I see, when I see that we're doing that, especially in a place like New York city, where it's very hard, people are often in their own space, um, and don't want to say hi. So it's, it's a wonderful thing to see people break out of those habits and, and, um, text somebody, call them, um, say hi to them when they see them uh, in the congregation. And now that we're virtual, just checking in on them in virtual coffee hour. Um, and then that's awesome. And, and that's what the community is doing. Um, and I also um, like to, to send out emails. I like to give like phone calls. So over the summer, I was calling a bunch of members just to, just to say, hi, like, just, hi, how are you? What are you, what are you doing? Here's a voice um, since we haven't been in person for a while. Um, so sometimes just that phone call is really a really great way to, to let people know that you care. Right, definitely. Uh, you know, you're, you're kind of hidden on it there with the uh, talking about the, the, the current state of things with Corona. I suppose like what, you know, what has both been challenging for you and exciting for you and like the trying to foster community in this moment? Like what is, what's, like what's, what's been challenging is um, a lot of a lot of the ways that I 
uh, get to know people is in person. Um, so in the beginning, you know, being limited with my interaction with people or my, my ability to um, connect with people I was impaired. Um, and so just having to, to figure out other ways where people will feel open to communicating. Cause I also have to like recognize that um, while some people, they are eager to, to talk to people and get to know people and, and try something new. We also have people who are exploring um, and, and not, not, familiar with Unitarian Universalism or not familiar with being on Zoom. Like, you know, some some of us are much more savvy with with uh, technology and have picked up how to do um, the FaceTime a lot quicker than others. So there's there's a lot of apprehension um, that comes to the community. So just um, recognizing that as well. And then on top of it, we, you know, we're, we're dealing with this pandemic with a lot of unknowns and trying to have that care when, when reaching out to folks, um, so it's it's been it's been interesting. I I wanted to figure. I think like the most challenging, the other the other challenging thing, um, is is always like around my role of hospitality, right? So how do I make a virtual space comfortable? How do I um, have people have this food experience, which is one of like it, it's a it's a highlight for a lot of people. Um, so how do we how do we enjoy breaking bread together? Um, like what are some things that we can do around that? So that's been like a, another area for me to explore that's been pretty exciting. Um, just seeing how we can how we can have meals together when we're not together um, and and create that environment. Or how can we create a, a virtual background um, while we're talking to people online that's appealing and attractive? So yeah, it's, it's been an interesting world to explore. <laughs> I'll say that. Right. Well, and hopefully, you know, and, and to some level, this podcast can get your voice out both to our community, but also to maybe uh, visitors that are just coming across uh, our, this podcast or our community in a digital sense, you know, we can yeah, uh, get, yeah. get your so, greeting so, out so there. Then I really have to make sure that my voice sounds like nice because people are hearing <laughs> me. Yeah, I don't want people to, to feel... Um, disturbed by how I'm <laughs> walking. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think, you know, as, as someone new to the to the community since July uh, and coming in in the midst of all this, I, I've i found like the, the coffee hour time to be this, you know, really beautiful time that we get to uh, find some way to, to have that same feeling of that one-on-one interaction and group interactions that, that is kind of missing. Um, while we're stuck in, in Corona time, but it, it's kind of beautiful to get to have these conversations that, you know, in, in our services, they have like these guided themes to make mm. us dig a little bit deeper. Yeah. I think, you know, it's, it's different and it's weird, but it's also really beautiful. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's what I also think is great is that um, it, uh, it's, it's also that time, you know, where, people they they can quickly check in you know 
and if they see somebody that they recognize they're like oh hey how are you such and such you know I haven't seen you all week and so there's like that quick moment of like recognition when you when you see a, a face that that you're familiar with um, and then that lets people know that the connections can be made and are made um, if if you're you know, new and you're not sure, um, like, you know, who to talk to or um, how the, like what the community vibe is, um, you can come into a group for the first time and, and see that people are, um, are friendly and they know each other and they're um, building relationships. And that's a possibility for any new person. So. Definitely. So switching up a little bit as we uh, move towards the end here uh, into our other theme uh, of this month. And it's kind of been the theme of, of this whole resiliency focus in the fall for me is yeah. what is self-care? I mean, it seems more more important in this in this kind of absurd time of, <laughs> of, of pandemics and lockdowns. You know, yeah. what, is, what does self-care yeah. mean to you? How do you practice yeah. self-care? Um, so like I said, one of, one of the most important things is just making like, you know, strengthening my own community, right? So making sure that I'm around people who share similar values to me, because it's very hard, um, when you are in a place, um, of pain or insecurity or unknown or sadness or, you know, just a vulnerable place, right? If you're, if you're feeling vulnerable, it's really hard, um, when, the, the people that you're around um, uh, don't share your beliefs and don't share your values. So they don't understand um, what's happening with you, right? So um, I, I, I personally really um, stress the, the importance of surrounding yourself with a, with a good, strong network of people. And um, some of the other things that I do for myself um, it, you know, probably why like I, I enjoy my job is I like to make my environment look nice. So I'm still like, I do, I do for, for you what I do for myself. So it's like, these are the things that, that make me feel good and make me feel happy. And I just want to, I share them with other people. So I'm like fixing up my, my room, my living room, and I'm, you know, working on the decor. Right. So at, when we were in the physical building, I'm like looking around the building, like, Oh, how can this be appealing and attractive to people coming into the building, to the congregants? Like I, I, I want people to feel comfortable. So when I'm at home, I want to feel comfortable. I want to feel relaxed, right? So I want to make sure that my environment is is conducive of that. I enjoy gardening. Um, I love playing in the dirt. Um, and like being it, having that freedom to to be dirty, um, and and seeing what plants I can grow and that creativity of new growth and new life. Uh, so this year. I grew uh, squash and beans. Um, I tried to grow some corn, but that didn't work out so well. I'm a little disappointed, but it's okay. I grew kale and Swiss chard, like so exciting. And I ate it, like that's like so exciting to me. Um, and so, you know, if, if, if people enjoy cooking, like cook, take care of yourself. If people enjoy eating, you know, give yourself permission to have something that you enjoy eating, you know? Um, and it's this this is this is a you know this is your this is your life i'm not saying like you know i'm not encouraging people to to eat in a way that um causes health problems but what i am saying is enjoy eating 
um, and and know what your body can and can't have. And if you're allowed to, you know, if 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 having that dessert, um, you know, breaks your diet for you know one day out of seven, then have it and don't feel guilty about it, you know. Um, and there's like a lot of things that I I'm not allowed to eat. And then every once in a while, I tell myself, you know what, for just for today, like you can you can enjoy that. You deserve that. You deserve that um, experience. Um, and I do that. Um, so I think that you know, just just finding the things that give you give you joy, um, find things that help you feel creative, that help you feel like your best self, whatever that is, you know, I'm listening to things that do it for me. Um, but I think that's what self-care is. I think that, you know, sometimes we get caught up with a lot of, um, pressure to achieve, have, you know, achieve certain standards, whatever, whatever they are for ourselves, everybody's standards are different, but we, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And, um, sometimes we don't take the time to recognize all the work that we're doing and and appreciate just you know appreciate what we what we've done so far um and we're we're resilient creatures we're so, we're very like humans are very resilient and we don't recognize that in ourselves we don't take care of ourselves um so take care of yourself, <laughs> you know, go for a walk, get out in the sunshine, feel the sun, breathe, you know, definitely. Um, yes. Like uh, take time to take a picture of like those flowers that like catch your eye, you know, like just look up at the stars. Um, yeah. Right. I know at the, at the end of the night, I always, uh, we have a window that faces a tree, which is just wonderful during the day. Uh, but I have a good view of the sky from the window too. And so every night I, I often just open up the window, open up the screen and I stick my head out and I look up at the, <laughs> look up at the sky so I can both enjoy the fresh air and like get a nice view of the sky to take it right? all in. Right. You're just like, wow, this is great. You know, and just be in that moment, man. Right. Yeah. You know that uh, I think my, my frequent podcast listeners may, uh, may start making fun of me for using the word beautiful too much, but that what you, <laughs> what you were saying just really resonated with me beautifully. So yeah, uh, no, and it's a great word, you know, and I, I've been using it a lot more and somebody said it to me in a way where I'm just like, I'm using that word all the time. And they're like, just be beautiful, like be you and you're beautiful. And um, I was like, oh, wow. And I like looked at the whole world like so much differently. And I was like, and it's, it's beautiful because it is. And, and you are <laughs> like, I, I love it. I think um, in, the, in this challenging time, we're learning to appreciate. A bit yes. More. Yes. Appreciation is so important right now. Hmm. Um, yeah, that would be, you know, appreciation and just, you know, value your value yourself right now it's it, we're going through some really um i mean it's so eventful it's it's so eventful and um um you know it's we we don't have the answers um you know there's no way for anybody to predict the future um and that's that's you know unsettling, but I I think that people need to give themselves a lot of credit for, um, 
being able to be here today, you know, just be here in this moment, um, be strong enough for that, even though um, it's extremely challenging. Well, I think you might have given just given me my idea for the for the title of this episode. Be here today. I be here today. Solid <laughs> advice. So, as we as we wrap up, uh, is there a way that people can uh, contact you if they have maybe questions about force? Sure. Yeah. So, um, usually, the best way to contact me send me an email membership at fourthu.org. And I um, try to respond uh, within two days. Uh, so it is a little um, challenging with um, the corona, but that's that's the goal I give to myself, um, two days to respond to emails. And, um, you know, if you come to a service on Sunday at 11, hang out with me for coffee hour. Uh, love to, you know, hear what your thoughts are about our our service. And if you happen to go on the website and see a program or activity that you're interested in and you want to attend that program, but you're not sure how, um, you can always uh, send me an email or just give me some feedback and say, hey, I went to this one and it was great and I loved it. And I just uh, want to, to let people know that that was, that was well worth my, my time. Um, so yeah, any, 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 um, any information, any questions or even just comments about with you, I'm, I'm here for it. So, yeah. Sounds good. So Swayal, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Yeah. Thank you for having me on and, and indulging. <laughs> uh, I, I was excited to get to do it. I'm, I'm glad we had this chance to talk. So thank you also to all of our listeners. Uh, we really appreciate everybody that tunes in. And so thank you for joining the adventure that is the Fourth U Dimension podcast. So thank you so much, Soyal, and thank you to our listeners. <laughs>